Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, May 26, 2021. A grand jury in New York spells potential big trouble for former President Trump. We'll discuss that, plus the possible progress made on Capitol Hill as Republicans and the White House continue their infrastructure negotiations. And finally, the mystery of COVID-19's origins. It's becoming a political problem. Late yesterday, The Washington Post reported that Manhattan's top prosecutor, Cy Vance, has convened a grand jury that is expected to decide whether or not to indict former President Donald Trump if prosecutors present criminal charges in their probe of Trump and his organization. Now, the key witness that all of this is going to hang on is Trump Organization CFO Alan Weisselberg. He has been under some intense pressure lately to potentially flip against his boss, Donald Trump. And if that happened, that could really be problematic for the former president. Weisselberg knows where all the financial bodies are buried, if you will. And this is all about Trump's business dealings. This is about inflating assets or undervaluing assets for better tax benefits. So there is a fraud component here, potentially, a tax evasion component here. This is the kind of serious probe inside the Trump organization that we haven't seen yet. And remember, this has been going on for a couple of years. This new phase is just the indication that we're coming to the end here. Vance has said he wants this wrapped up before he leaves office at the end of the year. So now having this special grand jury impaneled means that Donald Trump is going to be sweating it out for the next couple of months. It's not clear if there will be charges brought, but it's clear that Vance and his team of prosecutors believe a crime has been committed. How did Donald Trump respond? Well, exactly how you would expect him to respond. He put out a statement saying, quote, This is a continuation of the greatest witch hunt in American history. It began the day I came down the escalator in Trump Tower, and it's never stopped. I mean, this will not harm the president initially, politically. He's going to play the victim here, just like he does in that statement. He's going to rally his troops. He's going to be able to raise a ton of money. He's about to hit the country and start holding rallies again, all at this time while he is trying to maintain his grip of power on the Republican Party, something that all polls indicate and all actions by the majority of Republicans on Capitol Hill indicate he does have. He is the life force inside the Republican Party right now. This is not a welcome turn of events for the GOP as they're trying to win back the House and possibly the Senate next year. But for Donald Trump, he's going to use this to political advantage in the short term to unify his core supporters. Now, here's what else matters today. Republicans are getting ready to offer an infrastructure bill with roughly a $1 trillion price tag as a counter to the latest $1.7 trillion offer that came at the end of the last week from the Biden administration. This is after President Biden reportedly told Republican negotiators Shelley Moore Capito and Roger Wicker that he'd be willing to accept a package around that $1 trillion price tag. Today on CNBC, Senator Pat Toomey indicated as much. The president implied that a trillion, a trillion two was, was going to work for him. So there is a deal to be done if the president wants to. When asked about the status of negotiations yesterday, here's what Press Secretary Jen Psaki had to say. 
we'll have to look at the nitty-gritty details. Certainly, them coming up and funding is progress. Um, but we'll see what that looks like. Obviously, the press secretary was not wanting to be pinned down on any specifics. The White House won't officially comment on the figure, and that's a sign that negotiations aren't yet complete despite the self-imposed upcoming Memorial Day deadline. Now, there is still clearly a lot to discuss on the scope of what is in this infrastructure bill, certainly, but also on how to pay for it. There is no discussion yet that seems to indicate a meeting of the minds between Senate Democrats, the Biden administration, and Senate Republicans on how this all gets paid for. And if there is no bipartisan deal to be had, it means that Joe Biden and Chuck Schumer are going to go it alone with a Democratic-only approach. That requires the use of that budget tool, reconciliation. Well, listen to what Joe Manchin said to my colleague Manu Raju. Quote, I don't know why you need reconciliation when asked if it was time to start heading down that path, basically. Well, there you have it, folks. The question is going to become every day in this process, has Joe Biden done enough outreach to Republicans to satisfy Joe Manchin's requirement that we exhaust all bipartisan attempts first before we, the Senate Democrats, head down the road of reconciliation? Obviously, Joe Manchin's answer right now is no. He hasn't, and we'll see how and when the West Virginia senator moves off that position because that will dictate the path forward for a potential infrastructure bill. And finally today, scrutiny into the origins of the coronavirus has circled back to Washington and become a bit of a political hot topic. This week, even Dr. Fauci, the top infectious disease expert in the U.S., said he is not convinced the disease occurred naturally and pushed for more investigation. Amid this renewed scrutiny, it has come to light that the Biden administration shut down a closely held State Department effort launched late in the Trump administration to prove the coronavirus originated in a Chinese lab. This inquiry, launched by then-Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, was shut down over concerns about the quality of its work. That's according to three sources familiar with the decision. There were also concerns that it was part of a broader politicized effort by the Trump administration to blame China and cherry-pick facts to prove that theory. Of course, as you might suspect, Donald Trump already beating his chest saying he was right all along and all the naysayers should basically apologize now and admit that Donald Trump was right all along. Now, truth be told, reporting in the Wall Street Journal, CNN, elsewhere this week indicated there certainly are legitimate questions to ask about the theory that this all originated with a lab leak in Wuhan. In fact, today, President Joe Biden issued a statement on an intelligence community report he requested and has received about the origins of COVID-19. And he is not so thrilled, apparently, with the lack of certitude in that IC report. So the president is asking the IC to redouble its efforts in assessing the origins of COVID-19 and report back to him within 90 days. Basically, Joe Biden is punting, kicking this can down the road just a little bit more until a more definitive conclusion can come to his desk. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And one more thing. I wanted to take a minute and recommend a new podcast from my friend and CNN colleague, Dr. Sanjay Gupta. It's called Chasing Life, and it's all about slowing down and making mindful choices that prioritize your health and your well-being. 
Sanjay talks to experts about how to think about work-life balance. He explores the impacts of friendship on our physical and mental health, and even has a heartfelt conversation with his wife, Rebecca, about how they have embraced change throughout the pandemic. So if you think you could use a little break from this nonstop news cycle and need a little self-care, I highly recommend listening to Chasing Life. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.